All right, we are here in the inaugural podcast of The Afters with Jeff Bauer and co-host... Alex Maneri. I thought you were going to introduce me. I'm sorry I didn't. You're yeah. introducing yourself, my friend. Okay, yeah. This, this is what we're doing. So, yep. The Afters is going to be a two-dude podcast, and we're going to talk about beer, yeah. and we're going to talk about things that you would do before you drink a beer. Right. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, The Afters, uh, you know, you do Afters after you play sports. Yep. You do afters after work. Sure, after you can do work. A, you can do afters after pretty much anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. There's, there's no real limit, I don't I think. I don't know if afters is a strictly Huron County or Southwestern Ontario thing. I think it thing. is. Yeah. I, um, I would say I hadn't heard of it before moving to Goddard, and okay. I grew up an hour from here. So it's maybe a... We drank beer after doing things, but we didn't call it afters. Okay, so it is a super local term for drinking a beer after you do something that's my gut feeling okay yeah. well this is what we're going to call it anyway perfect afters. Yeah. and maybe some days we'll talk about we'll talk about sports and beer yep some days we'll talk about our day and a beer yeah we'll talk about something while we enjoy a beer it's but a mostly idea. we're going to talk about the beer okay perfect. and fortunately perfect. alex has a bit of knowledge about beer because alex is our local Brewmaster. Yep, I'm a brewer. I make beer at Square Brew, uh, my brewery in town. And yeah, so I have a bit of beer knowledge. So uh, I like to say I like to say that Alex is the best brewer in right. Godrich. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are exactly one breweries in yeah. Godrich. Yeah. I'm so, one of one, one for one. Uh, but he's best he is the worst. top the top brewmaster in Godrich and the worst actually as and well. The worst but, as well. You know what? We we'll focus I, uh, on the positives here. We though. do, we do, and I, all joking aside, I do really appreciate Alex is um, what he's brought to town with the brewery. There's a great community around the brewery, yep. and uh, you know I wouldn't have brought him on board if I didn't think right. that he had something yeah. to contribute yeah. in one way or another, other than just bringing the beers. That's right. So Which on I that did. note, Which he did, did bring he did bring the beer. I did. So we're going to start our inaugural podcast with my favorite. Yep. My favorite beer. Yeah. This was this was an easy choice because yeah. it, I know it's Jeff's favorite. Yeah. At least favorite local beer. It's trying to butter me up, I think. Definitely. Okay. Um, to explain the beer. So we've got Ontario's West Coast IPA, which is kind of our full-time IPA at the brewery. Looks delicious, I will say. It doesn't look dark. Um, no, good. exactly. Um, so this is a beer that we started making at the beginning of the last year as a full-time IPA. It's a bit of a play on words. Um, being on Ontario's West Coast, um, this this is kind of a joke, uh, but the beer is really good, so. Now, okay, so for those of you that don't know, uh, Huron County, uh, West Coast of Ontario. West Coast of Ontario. So that's what we, uh, yeah. you know, for not, tourism, we refer yeah. to Huron County as Ontario's West yeah. Coast. Which is funny for a lot of reasons, you know, we're in the middle of, um, quite a big um, geographic, geographic area. area. We're not on any oceans, and we're also not the most western part of Ontario. There's way more west no, parts. No, but of Ontario. we are adjacent to a big body of water called Lake Huron, yeah. 
And uh, so, Alex, would you consider this beer a West Coast IPA? Not overly. No. I don't think so either. No, I think no. it's more in the uh, in the American or New England IPA. It vein. is. Yeah, it's so more it, of a, a. It is a bit of a misnomer. It is definitely not, not to use big words. No. Yeah. Uh, but it, it is it is a fun play on words. Yeah. Let's uh, okay. Let's talk about this beer and then we'll talk about the brewery. Yeah. So okay, this this beer I love it because it is full of. Of juicy, I like. I'll do my little talk about beers because I know much less than Alex uh, about everything about, about, about beer, beer yeah. specifically only beer that I know less than him. Uh, but I'll talk about the beer first because mine is a, a more ill-informed uh, version of the review, and then Alex will give a bit more of an expert opinion on each of the beers. I think that's a good way to frame sure. our, our yeah. reviews. We're just working it out here, yeah. guys. But yeah. I I like the way that this beer smells because it, it comes off as very, uh, it's got a citrusy sort of, um, uh, I, it's, a, it's a juicy, hazy um, IPA and it's got a lot of uh, tangerine, mango, pineapple flavors from the hops and you smell that right away when you, when you, when you take the nose in. It is in, in visual, it's a, it's a, it's a hazy straw color. You can't really see through it. Uh, it's in the it's in the hazy, juicy IPA field. Definitely. Yeah, I agree. Right? So yeah. that's just talking about about the way it looks and smells. When you take a sip of it, it's not it's not overly it's not bitter. Um, it's got a bit of it's got a bit of uh, like a grapefruit pithy yeah, sort of, to put it, really. sort of uh, bitterness yeah. to it, but it's yeah. not like, it's not like a, a bitter pine. No. Um, it's more, it's more on the juicy side, but I, I love this beer. It's very drinkable. It is a 6.5 ABV. Um, Alex serves it in, in tall boy cans and giant cans. Giant cans, growlers, yep. And yep. uh, and he'll fill a growler, and right. you can get pints at Square Rubat. or a keg. We'll sell you. you a can, full yeah, keg. you can have a whole keg if you want. Yeah, but that's that's my take on yeah. it. I've drank a lot of them, so I do know a little bit about it. But yeah. Alex, give us the the brewer's notes on, sure. on this IPA. For sure. So yeah, you're right. It is kind of more of that New England style IPA, um, more than a West Coast IPA. Um, so you do you get that that kind of light hazy um, appearance to it, um, and the way I brew it is I, I add the hops mostly late in the process, which gives it more of that um, citrusy, aromatic uh, flavor and aroma that, that, that you would get that you get from adding those hops later. So if you added the hops in the beginning, yeah. this, I've, it, it's going to go into the flavor more than the, the aroma? Right. So the earlier you add them, the more bitterness you get out of them is, oh, is okay. a simple way to look at okay. it. So basically the hops go in and the longer they're boiled, the more bitterness you get out of them. And that's a diminishing return. So about an hour, some people would say 90 minutes, but about an hour is as, is as much bitterness as you'll get out of them from boiling for about an hour. So we don't put any of these hops in until at the very end of the boil. So we get, they basically boil for no time at all. Just when it's still hot. Just when it's still hot while we're cooling it down but not okay. actively boiling. So you get more of that that aroma out yeah. of them. And when you taste it, like when I, when you taste a, uh, like a West Coast IPA where it's been, in one of those 
it would be sitting for a little bit, they would be boiling for longer with the hops? There'd be hops added probably earlier in the process and as well as late. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, it's kind of a more traditional way to, to make an IPA in that sense where you'd add them, uh, you'd add a bittering addition at, at the beginning and then as you're going later into the boil, you'd add more and you'd get more flavor and aroma out of them. Gotcha. Um, so with this one, we try to focus more on the flavor and aroma and keep the bitterness down. More accessible. I, more accessible, certainly. It, it appeals to people that traditionally would say they don't like IPAs, be, and, and a lot of that is because it's bitter. And so um, if you're not super familiar with that style, the first time you drink an IPA that's bitter, uh, it can be a real turnoff for people. It can be, and I remember being, like, finding it off-putting. Yes. Uh, when I first got into craft beer. Certainly. Thinking, like, why would I... Why or how would I enjoy this? Yeah, I agree. And that, I think that that's like a, a general way that people's palates will kind of go. You yeah. know, you get into something with a bit more flavor and then you go into something a bit more bitter and you get a yeah. bit more experimental. Yeah. It's like everyone starts with Bud Light or yeah, whatever. Sure, like everybody. Sure. Yeah, everyone's first beer is probably pretty yeah. light, really. And then you kind of develop a bit more of a taste for what's going on. Exactly. And I think as we age, our, our we need more happening in order Probably. to like your what you do like spicy food and things yeah and, yeah you know if you smoke yeah, or if you yeah you know it's definitely and you know you're a kid and all you like to eat is chicken nuggets and yeah. then you start to think yeah. oh it doesn't have to just be salty or sweet to mm -hmm. like it there's a lot more going on in, in food and drinks that that i can like that yeah. are not as as um simple of flavors type type thing yeah um so yeah, that's kind of what, what I like about this beer is that it brings those people that maybe um, have, would tell themselves, oh, I don't like hoppy beer because they've only had a more bitter um, hoppy beer. This kind of brings those people in and says, you know, like hop, hop flavor can be a lot more than just bitterness. You can and get a lot more interesting Yeah, flavor. because that's, that's what I, like, first introduction to hoppy beers was like these, like, super crazy over hops. Yeah. Yeah. Like generally a little bit maltier too, I think yeah. those beers. Like this See, isn't a malty beer at all. No, this is a really light, light yeah. um, colored beer, yeah. uh, which I personally like more. Um, there are a lot of IPAs that are darker and yeah. more bitter, and that can leave you with a bit more lingering bitterness at, at the end of the sip. And um, and yeah, some people like that and some people don't like that. But and it's, that's the, yeah. it's the beautiful thing about, uh, about beers and, and people's tastes is that um, they're like assholes. Everybody can have one. That's right. That's, right? Right. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah. we have a whole bunch of different beers. Exactly. Because everybody has different tastes. 100%. And this one to me is, is a go-to. Um, it, uh, it leaves me satisfied. And you don't really taste like super... Like, you know when you drink an IPA and it, uh, it tastes super boozy? This does yeah. not taste yeah. super boozy. Yeah. This is like, really clean fermented it doesn't beer. Have, which, it yeah. doesn't have that like super like alcohol taste i don't know sure. what what that's called yeah but sometimes you have one and you have the bitterness and you have the booziness but yeah. this doesn't have like a lot of booziness no. at 6.5 percent you could go into if you went into the beer store or the liquor store and grabbed yeah. like just a strong beer that's yeah. just called a strong beer sure. you would taste the alcohol sure flavor. yeah yeah and part of that is controlling um the way i ferment this beer so mm -hmm. controlling the temperature really well right uh, makes a big difference on on keeping a beer really nice and clean, right, and getting and, and staying away from that uh, some of those esters that you get from uh, what's warmer an, fermentation. What's an, what's an ester? So it's a, a, a flavor compound, and it's a byproduct of fermentation, an ester. And so uh, I think is a good way to describe it. And somebody's okay. not going to like that, but uh, whatever. Um, 
He's but, just explaining it to me, guys. I'm just, I'm right. just, uh, just but, a guy. I'm just yeah, a man. Yeah, exactly. But often you get a fruity ester or a, okay. from a, from a warmer fermentation, you get okay. a fruit, fruity ester. Um, but yeah, this beer is, is, is relatively clean, I would say. Well, whatever you're doing, I like it. Uh, explain to me, um, like this beer, you don't get a, like a lot of residual head and there's not a lot of carbonation. So you don't add, like you add carbonation to a beer. Yes, yeah, yeah. So, so um, beer is carbonated. Yeah. Um, but this one's not. Of course carbonated. Yeah, it is. This, but yeah. it's not, like this isn't a super carbonated beer, right? No, like, it's not crazy yeah. carbonated. I, I, uh, like our next beer, like if we're gonna do another beer, that yeah. one's more carbonated. Uh, correct, this, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. stay tuned because stay we tuned. still have another beer. That's right, there is another beer here. Yeah. Um, that's something you add, and that's part of your brewer's part note of on what you on how yeah. carbonated you want to do. Because this, yeah. I don't think like I find the carbonation will add to the mouth feel that you get. Yep. That wonderful like lingering feeling Definitely. in your mouth. Yeah. This has enough mouth feel, um, just to satisfy that that need on its own. Yeah, that's in a good my way opinion. To, it's not a bad point. Like this, this beer has a lot of oats and wheat in it. It's also because it's six and a half percent. It's got more malt in general right so it does that gives it more body on its own right um versus like so alex has another beer at square brew called fog uh fog day american pale yeah uh that would have less oats in it um it's still got a lot of oats in it but it's just got less malt in less general malt. so you get less less grain so okay so it's not sticking like, around on your mouth and your palate it, is yeah well. you just get a bit of a thinner beer from from using less grain and there's like techniques that you can do to right to try and tweak that but yeah um, and I mean, this beer, if you were to try it actually not carbonated, you wouldn't, you wouldn't find it very appealing. It would come off very watery. Right. So the carbonation that's in here does make it um, kind of pop. I should let you try some when it's you should. before it's carbonated yeah, sometime. Yeah, it would be interesting. Um, but you'll, I think what you would find is that it's very thin and watery and not super appealing. Okay. Uh, yeah, we should try that. Yeah. Then it's kind of an, it's something that as a brewer, I, you know, try beer at all different stages. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, I often people, even that I think would let, would find it interesting. I often don't let them try the beer before it's carbonated because it, um, if you don't know what you're looking for, you, you might not find it very appealing. It would be off putting. It could be off putting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, um, right, so we have wrapped up the West Coast IPA segment. Alex and I were just talking about oxidation and um, the length of time that a that a beer, especially an IPA or yeah. a, a hopped beer, is uh, is hanging around. Uh, we want these things fresh, generally. Generally, They're, yeah, that's a that's a good way your, to do your it. Your West Coast IPA says specifically on it the does. can, drink fresh. Yeah. It, it, yeah, and I mean it, you know, drink yeah. it fresh and then come get more. That's but, right. But uh, generally, I think drink fresh and, and store cold is another good tip. If you're keeping your beer, especially hoppy beer, if you're keeping it in your warm garage in the summer and then just throwing it in the fridge just before you drink it, you're certainly not going to get as good of a hop care. You want to keep it that. cold the whole time. Keep it cold the whole time is best best practice, in my in my opinion. The... I was I was talking about a beer that was I'm not gonna throw shade at any breweries. No, I but, wouldn't. But uh, I was at a, a local establishment and the beer was from the early fall, yeah. and I, I was super excited to try it. It wasn't a can, uh, and it was it was satisfying. Yeah. But I was expecting more. Yeah. And so I think I think I'm gonna make a point of getting a fresh one just to I help would. Yeah. help that beer redeem itself because I agree and I, I think. think it's you, you, you I think, think it's I a would, great beer. You think I would I would love that beer. I certainly like do. Yeah. Because you know my beer, beer taste. Yeah. And I, 
I think yeah. that if I had a fresh one of that, I'd be a yeah. happy boy. I do, I do, yeah. <laughs> and, and everyone likes a happy Jeff. Everyone does, everyone <laughs> does. And there's no real rule of thumb either when I say drink fresh. Like, um, it really depends on the situation. It's not going to make you sick. It certainly won't make you sick. No, that's part of the beauty of beer is that yeah. alcohol and the pH of, of beer really keeps it from letting anything harmful grow in it. But, um, but you know, for one brewery, uh, two months might be a long time. And for another brewery, four months might be a long time. It really depends right. on, on the, the practices and how the beer is made and how the beer is canned and all, all that stuff. So there's no, there's no really good set rule but you know if you try something and you think ah oh, it didn't really do it for me and you look at the date and it's a couple months old that might that maybe is a good reason that might explain it yeah so give it another chance i would say so yeah, yeah. try it fresher which is a nice uh you know that's another another good thing to to note you know like mm -hmm. give give all the beers a chance you know i think so like you only get you know we're, we're only here for so long we that's might right. as well try as many beers as we can that's right yeah and you know maybe you want to try the same beer over and over again and that's that's great. Yeah. I I like to drink certain beers more yeah. than other ones, but yeah. I also like to try other beers. Definitely. And yeah. I like to switch it up depending yeah. on what what I've been doing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll be you, you'll find me in the liquor store and I'm a guy that's got access to a lot of beer. You could have all I, the beer that I wanted, but yeah. I also go to the liquor store to try different yeah. stuff because I find it interesting. That's right. Yeah. And it's good to you got to keep track of the competition too. Certainly. Right? You got to see what, you people, see what are people, people are doing. doing. You stay on. Yeah, that's right. All right. So on that note, you know, this this next beer is one that I personally enjoy especially after I do something. This, oh, is, this, a per, this is a great this is, afters beer. This is, yeah. I've drank quite a few of these post-hockey. Maybe even during hockey. I, I have been known to, yeah. There's nothing like cracking a beer between periods. Between periods, yeah. They Zamboni, flood the ice. Zamboni's out there. Yeah, yeah. Crack a, crack a square. That's right. Brew, square one Pilsner. That's right. That's we're, what we got right here. This is what we're doing next. This is the classic German-style Pilsner. This is... This is, um, yeah, this was nice. Alex's, this was your first beer. This was our really, second beer, second beer actually. So beer? when we first opened, we had two beers on tap. This was the second beer we brewed. Okay. And we had this, and we had Vienna's Waiting, which is our okay. Vienna lager. Yeah. Which we'll um, review at a future podcast. Yeah, we'll have that sometime as well. Yeah. But this, so I'm going to talk about this beer. This is a, this is a fairly clear, um, light, yeah. uh, light golden yellow. Yeah. Straw colored. Uh, straw colored. Uh, lacy full head. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good car sippy carbonation on this the guy. The good carbonation on this guy, which is part of why I find it so refreshing for afters. Mm -hmm. It has a, it's a lot more, it's a maltier. Um, Grainier, yeah, not not super malty, but. But, but it's maltier than what we just had. Yeah, balance more towards the yes. malt than the hop, yeah. for sure. It's got a, uh, it's a bit more bready, uh, crackery yeah. sort of nose to it, and on the on the sip, it has a, a refreshing. Um, it still has a good hop hop character. Yeah, you know we we balance it, so there yeah. is bitterness it's very, there. It's, it's a very, German pills. It's very balanced. So on a German pills, we're uh, we're working with more hops. Yep. Than than a Czech than pills. A Czech pills. Yep. And, and generally lighter color as well. Yeah. A little less malty than a Czech mm. Pils. And so, yeah, I think you get that through here. Yeah, it's, you, it's just a super, it's it's very refreshing. The, um, the I find the yeast note comes through on the yeah, nose a lot. Right. A, a, a hair of that sulfur kick from yeah. from the lager yeast. Um, it's not aggressively sulfury, but it's kind of something. It that, adds something. 
Yeah, and it's something that you'll find in some European lagers is a, a, a little bit more of that sulfur, um, which I find nice. Um, yeah. In a, in a large amount, it's not it's not nice, but in, in the right balance, it is. And this is a very this is a very balanced beer. Um, the so our carbonation is still very very nice. Their head gone. Yeah, I, I would gone. I would argue that that might be a glass cleanliness thing. It might not be a beer because thing. these were our, these were our glasses these were just from rinsed. our previous. Yeah, these were yeah. just rinsed with water. So yeah. I think it might be a glass thing. Because you want to dry you want to dry glass to. Uh, not necessarily dry, but certainly cleaned with a soap that has um, kind of a regular dish soap. You don't want anything that has. Um, uh, so, like a dish Phosphate soap that goes into your a dish soap that goes into your dishwasher that has agents in it okay. to make the glasses dry okay. spotless. Okay. Uh, can leave a bit of a film on your glass, which is going to make really our head, your head. Okay. Retention. Interesting. It'll, it'll drop your head retention. Good so, to know. So at home, I personally wash all my beer glasses by hand with a brush, and instead of going even. So I'll put them in the dishwasher. And then when I go to drink out of them, I'll wash them with a brush to get that off. Okay, so for those of you out there that, that don't know Alex, the fact that he is washing anything will come mm -hmm. as a surprise mm -hmm. because he, upon inspection, does not look like the kind of guy That's right. that cleans even his body. Right, yeah, no, I do. I, when it comes to beer, I clean a lot of things. That's good. Um, but well, I, obviously yeah. at the brewery, you yeah. clean a lot of things. That's right. But for personal hygiene, I wouldn't personal put you hygiene, in the top. You know, I wouldn't I put do, yourself I do there. the shower and the deodorant, That's but good. I'm not going to brush my hair all that That's often. good, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Alex is a bit of a, a brutish looking fellow, but that's right. That's that's beside the point. It is. Um, the beer that he makes is wonderful. Yeah. The um, the Pilsner. Yeah, I, I love this beer. Yeah. It, it's a good beer. And a fun point with this one. So this is a I'm, this is a new thing that I'm trying with this Pilsner actually, which is kind of interesting. So you're always trying to change things a little bit, uh, just tweaking. I, I just like messing with stuff. Yep. It's kind of what I find fun about yep. it in a way. Yeah. And so this one, we I naturally carbonated this one. So towards the end of fermentation. Um, so basically fermentation produces alcohol, but it also produces CO2. It's one of the byproducts. Okay. So towards the end of this fermentation, uh, instead of letting all the CO2 escape the beer, I capped the tank. Okay. Which holds all that CO2 in, okay. in, in suspension. It's a little bit of a tricky process to get it capped just at the right time. Because won't that, now, it's been a while since I've been in a chemistry class, yeah. but won't CO2 in, like, when it's in solution, turn into carbonic or carbolic acid or something. Uh, you do get happen? a bit of an acidity from it, but not. But in all carbonated beverages, we're talking yeah. about the same type okay. of thing. Okay. Yeah. But certainly, CO two will bring down the pH of. Because I'm th what I'm thinking of is when I take a like a soda water. Yeah. And then it sits there. Yeah. And then the carbonation dies inside of it. Yeah. And then you taste it, and it doesn't just taste like water. It right. It tastes like water with. Yeah, that's Something. a good point. That's a good point. Um, that's okay. Yeah, that's an interesting I mean, point. This Something is why we do this. This is why right. we have this exercise. That's right, yeah. But well, certainly CO2 will, it is, there is an acidic property to it. Uh, but it's, so what you're doing is instead of adding carbonation, you're trying to add it through the fermentation we're, process. We're, we're trying to naturally Amazing. keep that CO2 in. Yeah. And it gives it a, a, a kind of a different texture, I find. It's kind of a, a little bit of a sharper carbonation. Right. Um, and a little bit of a finer bubble 
and I don't know if there's real science behind that or if that's just in my imagination, but I believe that's the case. Um, like a more silky... Yeah, kind of a champagne right. carbonation okay, texture. Cool. And that's the way champagne's made as well as naturally yes, carbonated. Yes, absolutely, yeah. And so this is kind of the, the process is in, instead of just letting all that... And the tradition and the way I've done it in the past is I'll let all that CO2 off. And the, this is the way most breweries, modern Ontario breweries certainly, do it this way where they let all that CO2 out and then age the beer and then add the CO2 back just before packaging. Um, and so this time I try... I capped the beer when it was getting close to the end of fermentation um, which holds that co2 in and then uh, the beer ages carbonated which i think is okay is there like i'm i'm picturing this and i'm like okay co2 is going to be continue to be produced yeah. is there a way that like that could blow up uh if if there was <laughs> if we weren't using modern tanks certainly uh modern tanks have pressure release, release valves, valves on right them. yeah so so but like in a, antiquity that would have been something that would certainly have, like, yeah and and in my original homebrew days there might have been times where i blew up glass bottles before i knew what i was right. doing Right, um, that could have happened, but I. This is the beauty of, uh, you know, you're a craftsman and you're yeah. you're refining your skill, and uh, you're you're testing new new grounds on on what you're working on. It's Certainly. it's amazing. I, yeah. I I do, despite how I banter with you, I do I do respect what you're doing. Good, I respect Good. your craft. I appreciate that. For us, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't have you here, and I wouldn't be. That's right. A, a patron. That's right. Um, and except for free beer, maybe would be the reason. Well, there's only so much that you can buy out of right. a person. That's right. That's right. Free beer only goes yeah, so far. Yeah, that's right. It will do a lot. It will do a yeah. lot. Yeah. I'll do yeah. anything to love, but <laughs> yeah. I won't do that. But I won't to do that. To quote yeah. Mr. Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah, Meatloaf. Yeah. Both of us yeah. do have a bit of a Meatloaf luck going. We oh, both yeah. are, we both have yeah. nice beers. That's right. I'm not sure that's a compliment, but I think Well, you know what? Right. Uh, there's probably some people out there that would yeah. take that as a compliment. Yeah. And Did Meatloaf have a wife? I'm not sure. I don't know. You do. I do. That's right. That's right. You've got a roommate. I do. Couple. Yeah, I've got th I've got three roommates. Three roommates. Yeah, they're uh, they're three months, three years, and um, this is important. My she's like two years younger. Two than years me. younger. <laughs> Carry yeah. the three. My wife. My, my wife. Is she sixty five then? Is <laughs> yeah. that how old? Yeah. She yeah. Would be? Let's let's yeah. just keep these people wondering. That's right. That's they right. don't know. How old is Jack? How yeah, that's not. We don't, don't know. They don't know. Yeah. Anyways, the um, let's. Okay, these beers are amazing. Yeah. We promised that this the beers would be after something. What should we talk about for a minute? Yeah, um, uh, we could. I don't have a lot. Do you have a lot? The one thing I'm noticing is it's nice and warm outside today. It's warm outside for January and mm -hmm. the melting snow, and we haven't had a harsh winter. Yeah, and it's making me want to play golf. I think this is the time of year that people have the golf itch. We right? start to get like, so we start to get antsy. We're a we're bit. in like we said we're in Ontario. Yes. It's covered in fucking snow. A lot of snow. And uh, yeah, I actually had my those Vice Golf balls that I bought showed up today. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So ViceGolf.com. Uh, yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Um, haven't tried them yet. Don't know if they suck. They might suck. Um, but I bought uh, I bought six dozen of them. Got them branded. Yeah. Got my my uh, my other in my other life I'm a I'm a real estate broker so I got yep. I got some branding on there. Yep. And um, yeah, looking forward to knocking some of those around. They just showed up today. They look, they look dope. It's exciting. And it's good to support those guys in the winter because they're not selling a lot of They're balls, not selling a lot, you know? And I, <laughs> I spread like, it out a I like the write-off. And you know, yeah. if we go back to the indoor golf place, I know that's I'm only right. using one. That's, that's the right. nice thing about that golf place. Uh, that's true. Although you did try a few times to lose some over the top. It was close. It was close. It was close. Yeah. There was that, we discovered there was a broken light up there. So someone that's else right. had someone, done it before me. Someone has lost a ball in yeah. there before. It was not either of us. 
but you know, it's this time of year where you start craving, like you miss being outside. You got to go down to Florida and golf a little yeah. bit down there. Yeah, I went and visited my brother that yeah. lives in Florida and I played a lot of golf when I was there, uh, which was pretty awesome. It's, it's fun though, you know, you look and then like, I don't know about you, but on my social media right now, I'm just getting yeah. inundated with advertisements for golf stuff. Yes. Because golfers are probably one of the biggest spending subsections in sports. I would guess probably, because they're, especially they're adults. They're typically older adults yeah. and they're, they've got yeah. more disposable income. That's right. So the, the ads are just like relentless. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, new golf shoes, yeah. super comfortable. That's right. Hey, here's a club that will take your handicap down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, they're all suckers because I only buy stuff used so they should stop yeah. advertising Yeah, but, they're, but they try. Because I'm cheap, but yeah. they do try. They try hard. Yeah. Yeah. I they they'd have it would be hard for them to um, make me a better. You've seen me golf. I'm not a great golfer. Yeah. But if I practice more, I'll, I think uh, yeah. I, I need to practice more Certainly. than I need new equipment. Yeah, I think that's, that's the, definitely the, the, the internet truth. doesn't know that about me. No, they yeah, just the, know that I watch the odd right. golf thing online. That's right. And I think a lot of people are willing to spend the money on new equipment when really what they need to do is spend the time on that's right. practicing. And that's why that's how I feel. I and then after after this little phase happens, then the golf starts happening on TV. Which is exciting. Although and we're not far removed from golf on TV as well. Like the President's Cup was just yeah. just in December but, there. But you know, in April when's the when's the Masters is in April or the something? Masters is in April, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And then whenever that starts happening, it's that's like, pretty hey, exciting. I gotta get out that's there. pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah. And you drive by the golf courses and they start yeah. to look like golf courses yeah. again and you go, yeah. oh, I could hit balls out yeah. there, why not? Yeah. So yeah, looking forward to the golf season. Looking Certainly. forward to the podcast, Alex. Looking forward to it, definitely. It's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. We're gonna, I think Something we'll, different for us. We'll try to yeah, we haven't done this shit before. No, we haven't. Um yeah, so we're, we'll try to do this every every couple weeks. Yeah, try week and do two. it. Yeah, we'll do it when we can. When we Once, have something to talk about. Yeah, and uh, we'll you know we're not going to review Alex's beers every time. No, we're gonna, I think we're gonna, from here we go to different. This beers. was just us, you know, introducing ourselves to the process. Certainly, check checking out the equipment, test to make sure it all works. Yeah, who knows? Maybe none of this is recorded. You might we're not, not sure. even hear this. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> One of us could be dead by now. <laughs> no, <that's right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gonna, Alex has been in jail gonna, for ten years. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here, I'm that's gonna right. release this podcast right. yeah. <laughs> as the Netflix series comes out. That's right. Alex is in jail. Alex is in jail. <laughs> Who done or maybe it? This we, is my evidence. This is the evidence. Oh, <laughs> that I didn't do it. So I should. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. okay. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I leave this in my will and. And yeah. my, my family finds it after I'm long dead. Just so that everyone knows, Alex is completely innocent. That's right. <laughs> he didn't... Of any he didn't, crimes. He didn't do anything. Yeah, I don't think um, there was any crimes committed as far if, as I know. if I've been... Uh, if I've been identified in anything, I'm Jeff Bauer. Jeff Bauer. And uh, I leave all my worldly belongings to my roommate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You'll, you'll know what that means. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, uh, cheers, buddy. This, mm. was, uh, this was a good introduction cheers. to podcasting for us. Uh, wonderful beers as always and this is uh, this has been the afters uh, podcast with Alex Maneri and Jeff Bauer thanks for listening thanks for listening